Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts from beautiful, sunny Southern California. We have an outstanding show for you. Scan. Orlando Scandrick's going to join us. Uh, longtime defensive back, mostly with the Cowboys. Are we in on the Cowboys after their pathetic performance last week? Great performance against the, against the Falcons this week. Um, there's also, uh, who else we got? We got Ben Volan, of course, Boston Globe. He doesn't just cover the Pats. He covers the entire NFL. He'll join us later on the show. And we got Joel Klatt, the latest in college football, including Joel and I were like the last guys on the, hey, we kind of like the Jim Harbaugh thing. Why doesn't everybody have patience? And we may actually finally be rewarded here at the end of the season. There you go. There you go. Um, all right, I, I got a lot to get to here. Let me start with what we saw from the Browns and how it relates to Odell Beckham Jr., who we'll see tonight with the L.A. Rams as they take on the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Baker was bad. The Browns are bad. The, the Patriots teed off on them. Here's Baker Mayfield summing up his game. We just need to find ways to win because teams are going to play us differently. Just need to find ways to win, and that's you know obviously stating the obvious, but that's the truth. So whatever it takes, and we need to do that. Everybody in our building has to look in the mirror and just kind of reevaluate, be accountable to themselves, to each other, because we're we're sitting somewhere where we thought we'd be in a better place right now, but we're not. So it's uh, it's time to reevaluate, and uh, everybody needs to hold themselves accountable. Uh, here is uh, Mac Jones, quarterback of the Patriots. Overall, great team win, and that's how you want to play the game of football. And I think it starts with the offensive line. They deserve all the credit in the world. Um, the defense is going out there getting stops. Special teams is making their plays. So it's just a three-level game. And when we click on all cylinders, we can be pretty good. This is the Patriots wide receiver Kendrick Bourne talking about Mac Jones. Mac always looks poised. Like, uh, I can't – I don't know what it is. He's just driven a different way. He's wired a different way. 
He's just relaxed, and I think that's how we all need to play. He's not thinking about the next play. He's not thinking about the last play. You know, he's thinking of the current play. So uh, that mindset can, you know, take you far in this league when you when you have that kind of mindset. I think he has it. So because it's easy to dwell on the past, and it's it's easy to get caught up on what's ahead, what's coming. So he he's good at just being in the moment and fixing what he got going on right there. Mac Still is the leader, so we're we're following him, and he's doing a great job. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Feel your best with M Drive. Want to lose weight? Do what I'm doing. Try M Drive Lean, protein powder packed with real science to help you lose weight. Go to mdriveformen.com. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdriveformen.com. Um, okay, so look, I, I think that the Mac Jones thing, it's interesting. Remember, Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones and he got talked into Trey Lance. And today you're hearing people say, well, look at Bill Belichick and the Patriots and they're back. And my point has always been, as Tampa loses to Washington, Tampa losing to Washington isn't, you're not defaming Tom Brady. Just like that doesn't mean you crown Bill Belichick. But when they played against each other about a month ago, everyone, Brady wins, Belichick loses. And I was like, you know, it, it all has to do with where your team is. Tampa was terrible for years. They had tons of talent. They needed a quarterback. They got one and he was able to bring Gronk out of retirement and bring Antonio Brown you know, and they caught a soft back end of their schedule and they end up winning three road games and won a Super Bowl. But that doesn't mean that, that Bill Belichick had a bad year last year, in my opinion, seven to nine, considering he lost eight guys to opt outs and, you know, shuffled around through quarterbacks with with Cam Newton, unable to really throw a football. And they were actually he actually did maybe a better coaching job that year than previous years with winning teams with the Patriots. But. But I, I think a lot of the focus of this game is on Baker Mayfield because you come off of a week in which Odell Beckham Jr. is released. This is a week after the discussion was about Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad's post showing OBJ open and not getting the football. Now, the reality to it is a couple of things. We don't know if OBJ runs his routes correctly or at the right depths. And for a quarterback, when you're going through progression reads, you have to know where everybody's going to be. Bang, 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 bang. Unless you're out kind of scrambling around playing backyard football, at, at which time it comes about communication, just seeing things and wide receivers seeing the same things as they go through, not just their routes, but also when they're going to break off those routes. But what if I told you that Odell Beckham Juniors or seniors, whatever, and, and like part of the deal is senior doesn't get the all 22 and and be able to diagram stuff unless whether it's junior or people around him are authorizing that. Plus they have to help him along. Okay. What if I told you that Odell Beckham jr. Is probably more right than he is wrong, but there's just things you can't say. I'll give you an example. Okay. If you've ever been in a relationship especially a marriage where one person works and the other person does not. You know what you can't say if you're the person that works? Well, I earn the money, <laughs> right? The one's staying at home with the kids, the other one's working, and it doesn't mean that you're not technically correct. But it's just not, you just can't be, it can go unsaid. Unsaid. Somebody else can say it. It's when Ricky Henderson had the most stolen bases of all time. He had a little speech on the field and he said he considered himself the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time is a, is a lot like a general nickname. You can't give one to yourself. You can't call yourself the greatest of all time. I mean, like, look, that's part of what, where, where LeBron is, right? Where he, in, in the, What's the, the, where the barbershop, the shop where he said, you know, he considers himself the greatest of all time because of the comeback against the golden state warriors down three games to one. Like, again, he may be right, but that's not, you don't say it. And where Odell Beckham jr. Was wrong is not his critique. If it's critique of, of, uh, Baker Mayfield, it's that, you can't post those things. You can't say those things. You have to, you have to almost be at least publicly 
publicly, you almost have to be like one of those um, supporters of a certain political leader where they get done with the debate and no matter what, they, they could have fallen asleep at the dais. They could have literally said F, 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 D, F. And you're like, he was amazing tonight. She was incredible tonight. Like, yeah, she started crying on stage. She started throwing things at the moderator. She literally gave a booing fan the finger in the third row. Like, she was amazing. Like, you almost have to be that. And Odell Beckham Jr., he's not saying any things that other people don't know in the NFL. He's not providing context. The the reason that he's out in Cleveland, okay, isn't because he was wrong that Baker Mayfield isn't nearly as good as some of the other elite quarterbacks in the NFL. He isn't as good as he should be to be a number one overall pick. But can't say it you know you just can't and we all know different instances in life where we have been in those situations even if it's painfully obvious you can't say it you can't post it you can't do it right there there's a way in which you can be subtle there's a way in which you can be sly there is Social jujitsu to it where you can kind of move about and avoid and push back without looking like you're all that's fine. You can't just post videos and say, this guy sucks. I'm not the reason we're not good, even if it's true. And it was true yesterday. Eventually, that'll all come out. And it did come out yesterday. They were confused. Bill Belichick uh, drove circles around them. And then their offense and Mac Jones, who's been playing quarterback for five minutes for the Patriots, looked much more comfortable, much more adept. And no one would ever say, hey, I'd take the Patriots wide receivers over the Browns wide receivers, even without OBJ. But yesterday you would have. Why? It was a virtuoso in coaching and in execution. Baker wasn't good enough. He hasn't been good enough as often as he has been this year. That's not for a guy who wants a massive contract extension. That's not great. But just like you can't tell your husband or your wife who doesn't work and takes care of the kids. Hey, I made this money. I'll make the decisions. You cannot do what he did. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm, 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 mm. <clears throat> Have we gotten any clarity on exactly what Deshaun Jackson was doing? Do we have any idea? Let me check in with noted um, fantasy expert uh, Deshaun Jackson. Maybe, maybe Dan Beyer had Deshaun Jackson on his fantasy team and he found out about that and he listens to the I Want Your Flex podcast and he didn't want Dan to win that podcast. But Deshaun Jackson caught a ball and I don't know if he was lost in terms of his um, kind of spatial equilibrium, if you will, but he caught a ball and there was zero defenders between Deshaun Jackson and the end zone. Zero. And yet then he turned and ran the wrong way, fumbled the football, only to have it recovered, obviously, by the Kansas City Chiefs. Byer, do you have any idea what he was doing? What I thought happened, so uh, Tyron Matthew, Tyron Matthew ended up kind of blocking Deshaun's uh, view of the of the ball coming in. This kind of plays a part in it. So when it kind of deflects off of Matthew, Jackson doesn't necessarily catch it in an uh, organic way or a natural way, if you will. So I think he ends up catching the ball, loses his bearings just a bit, but it was I believe it was Rashad Felton who ended up having the fumble, and he was there, and I thought Jackson – was trying to turn, like, almost doing like a 180, thinking that he could outrun Felton the other way. But it just, it was, yeah, it was just really odd. It reminded me of, like, when you go underwater and you do a somersault and you're not sure if you actually made it all the way and which way is up or down. That was my only explanation that I could be, could maybe come up with, that he saw Felton and thought that he was going to go a different direction and try to outrun him. But other than that, I got nothing. Chase, do you want to offer up a, a thought there, Button? I think that's it, right? He was disoriented. Um, there's no way he thought that that moving to the middle of the field was the play on that one, right? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, and I wasn't uh, coached as a receiver, but just like the sprint towards the sidelines, and if they still haven't got you, then uh, then you go in the end zone. Um, he took the opposite route, and that was odd. What a great play by the defensive back, though. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, and then Kansas City, I thought their use of Tyreek Hill around the goal line was fantastic. You know, they ran a, a double move on the slant, and then he, they ran him across the middle, and uh, they, they found a bunch of different ways to, to score. Um, but that was, it was, I think it was 24-14 at the time. He goes in and scores 24-21. Like, it's a different football game, right? And then, then there was the crazy, weird interception by Derek Carr, who I think his arm got hit, but nobody was open anyway. He just threw it up in the air. I mean, those two plays, but the Deshaun Jackson play, I don't know, that's about as odd a play as I've, I've seen, you know, where you got a guy who's, there's no one there, literally no one there. And, uh, and he gets, he, I, he had to get disoriented. That's really the only possible thing, but the Raiders could not have looked worse. I mean, it's just, they, they look like a team who's had to cut two starters. They look like a team whose head coach got fired. That's like, if you had to pick a, which one of these teams looked like that, that would be your team. Your point, though, about them being in the game at that point is is very well put because they were. It was like they just kind of unraveled or panicked after that because they came out of halftime and it scored on their first possession and and it's a it's a ball game. I just don't right. know like how you unravel that that quickly. I mean, Mahomes was still having a great game and they were still in it. Yeah, and then uh, who was it? Uh, who was it? Uh, Jonathan Abraham? Like, how did he not? intercept the football yeah Jonathan Abram yeah how did he not intercept the football the balls and and for people again this is that I think the subsequent drive after the interception where Mahomes scrambles out of trouble probably could have run for like 20 yards instead he throws I mean it was a bad decision he just threw it up in the air to his wide receiver but it wasn't like it was Travis Kelsey and um I mean it might have been I'm trying to think who it was it was what wasn't Kelsey and he just throws it up and Abram has the ball in his hands. He gets it ripped out of his hands. But I still don't know what Deshaun Jackson was doing. Meanwhile, speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs, here's Pat Mahomes. Um, and, and it's interesting. He was talking about uh, the old 2014 De La Salle football team. Take a listen. Uh, Shane Bouchelle came up to me and showed me this video with this kid, and he was saying, I got my swagger back. And so uh, that, that was something that was kind of my like, motto this week. And I think uh, the whole team kind of got that swag back, and uh, we got, we're going to try to keep that thing rolling. Here's the original video. It's Jawan Nelson from De La Salle. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. Here's Travis Kelsey in his post-game interview. Something tells me I got my swagger back. Oh, baby. Uh, yeah, okay. You beat the Raiders. You got the Bengals next, right? So just so just so we're, just so we're aware, like, look, the Chiefs. I mean. Do they beat the Packers last week if Aaron Rodgers plays? I don't think so, but they have won three in a row. But here's the three wins. Giants, Packers without Aaron Rodgers, and Raiders. Now they got the Cowboys, they got the Broncos, Raiders again, Chargers on the road, Steelers at home, at the Bengals, at the Broncos. We'll see. Uh, You know, the Chargers doing a Charger thing and losing a game, obviously – Allows the Chiefs back into first place. I don't think anybody thinks the Raiders will maintain their positioning or we're going to maintain their positioning atop the AFC West. But the collapse mid-game, as Dan Byer pointed out, was was epic and noticeable. And it it's part of what's allowed Kansas City to get their swagger back. Still Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Not a great week for the picks. Had to come back down to earth at some point, and uh, two and three in the NFL is not great. And I think we went one and four in college, so we got to get it back tonight. Got to get it back. Got to get it back. Must get it back. Yeah, rough weekend for you. Thank you for pointing that out. I, um, I said I said it was rough. But your your overall totals are still uh, way above par. Um, you know what I did this weekend? What I saw a movie, um, Matt Damon starring. It was called Stillwater. Mm-hmm. This is the trailer for it. In a world, in a time, in a city where anything can happen. In a town driven by competition. God, leave another alley-oop. Wow, he did it again! Well, you know it's not luck now. Man, what a pass. Gottlieb, good look inside the Garrity. Oh, what a great pass from Gottlieb. Here's Gottlieb with another steal. Oh, what a play. Blocked from behind, but they're going to call it 
slowed down a little bit, made the good steal. In a world, in a time, in a city where anything can happen. Nashville matched up against Gottlieb, just has to give him space, just has to contain him. Yeah, the movie was Stillwater. Uh, have yeah. you seen Stillwater? I've been to Stillwater. I've lived in Stillwater. I've not seen Stillwater. No, it's a movie about you, Stillwater. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I wish. I, uh, no, that's that's where uh, Matt Damon's daughters like kidnapped overseas or something like that. I think so, maybe. But I just I thought of you, and uh, I appreciate it. I, I do appreciate it. Speaking of Stillwater, things are looking up for Oklahoma State. OU loses. How about that one? Joe Clatt will join us. But uh, did you have Oklahoma losing to Baylor to start the year? Like, no, no. Um, and, uh, you know, look, Michigan at nine and one, six and one in conference play on a collision course with Ohio State. They got Maryland beforehand, got Maryland. Then they got uh, Saturday at Thanksgiving. How about that? I'm going to be the Saturday, thanks, uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Right? I'll be in Vegas. I'm calling the UCLA UNLV game. So that's in two weeks, week, I think it's 13 of college football. You got the Egg Bowl, okay? You got, what do they call it? North Carolina, North Carolina State. Not that, you know, and NC State's actually having a good year. North Carolina, a very disappointing year. Okay. Iowa, Nebraska, they play for something. Is that the Paul Bunyan? That's not the Paul Bunyan, that's the Minnesota. Georgia, Georgia Tech, Iron Bowl, although eesh, there's some news with Auburn at quarterback, not good. All those games take place. I'll be in Vegas. Good weekend to be in Vegas. Orlando Scandrick is going to uh, join us, former de- defensive back, co-host of About the Game, the podcast with TJ Hushmanzada. He joins in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, let's start with Patriots and Browns. I-, I don't think that Odell Beckham Jr. was wrong with what his dad posted, right? I mean, the video speaks for itself, although we don't have context of was he in the right place, right route, depth, or whatever. But it's one of those, you can't say it, and even if he appears to be right, like Baker was bad. Baker's been bad several times this season. It's just when he's your quarterback and your guy, you can't. But you lived it in the NFL. Do you think that posting it was was a fireable offense in Cleveland? What did OBJ post? Was his dad posted. Yeah, but his dad. I don't think that OBJ was wrong by what his dad posted, but if Odell didn't post it and Odell's an adult, how is he supposed to control what an adult and his father post? And and I've argued this the whole time. Baker Mayfield's wife's allowed to go defend her husband via social media, but Odell, Beckham, Odell Beckham's father is not allowed to defend his son via social media. It did feel like this is is his dad going to break down tape and use the all twenty two and have diagrams and stuff. Seemed like he had a little help there. But we're assuming though, like you're saying, if his dad's going to use the all twenty two, but why do why are we assuming that his dad doesn't have the capability to get the all twenty two when normal people have the all twenty two? Who's the worst quarterback? Who's who's the worst? Like, listen, one of the reasons you have a job and you always have a job in the media wasn't just because you're a hell of a player, but because you've always been opinionated. Who's the worst quarterback you ever played with? On your team, I mean, I, I don't, I, I can't say I, the worst quarterback. The, I, my, Tony Romo was my starting quarterback my whole career, and then transitioned to Dak Prescott. Then when I go to Philadelphia, I get Patrick Mahomes. Then when I go to the, my little bit of time I spent in, I'm sorry, when I go to Kansas City, I get yeah. Patrick Mahomes. And my little bit of time that I spent in Philadelphia, it was Carson Wentz. So, just, I mean, there have been some bad backup quarterbacks, but. I don't know. I mean, that, that's not even – there's no relevance to that. Baker Mayfield's bad. He's bad with Odell Beckham. He's bad without Odell Beckham. He's, he's always been bad, and he gets, he gets balloons and cowbells and he gets confetti when he has a game like he had against Cincinnati, but he, I don't even think he had over 250 yards passing. Right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with the sentiment. I just don't think you know you can have you can call out teammates like that, and I understand that he didn't do it, but there's the there's the sense that 
it was it, it wouldn't have happened unless he allowed it to happen right i mean that's that that's what it it it, it felt like it was the basics of it the premise of it basically is well your analysis which is like look baker's just not that good and that's that, and, if they, and if they had a way to prove that odell had anything to do with the all 22 they would have never released them and they would have suspended them for conduct detrimental to the team and they would have probably tried to release them based upon some type of contract breachment but the realism of the situation is Baker Mayfield is bad. When Baker Mayfield does good, it's all Baker Mayfield. When Baker Mayfield does bad, it's, well, he needs help. Well, he gets some drops. He's just not very good. What do you think we see from Odell tonight? I don't know. I mean, um, Sean McVay is an offensive genius, so I'm sure he's got a few a, a few different ways to scheme to get Odell open. But what's going to be the tough part is Robert Woods was like the guy – Mm-hmm. He's like the Swiss Army knife. He was the guy that was swapping back behind the line of scrimmage, cutting off the DN. He was the guy that was on swap boot. He was the guy that was lining up and leading up on linebackers and throwing his body around. And it's going to be tough. And now it's going to be, do you sacrifice Cooper Cup and put him in Robert Woods's, Robert Woods's position and then try and move Odell into Cooper Cup's position? And it's it's going to be difficult. You won't really see... You won't really see it until you get in the, the two-minute situations because when you get in two-minute situations, that's when you're going to get double calls. That's when you're going to start going fast, and you're not going to be able to explain and break down things. But, I mean, McVay's a genius, you know, so I feel like he'll find a way. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how much Odell still has left in the tank or how he fits in, and, you know, I guess it's to be seen. Help me out here. Which Cowboys are the real Cowboys? Last week, they look awful. This week, I mean, it's not even, I and mean, they're just so much better. Like now, you're like, okay, they have so much talent there that when they're, what, what, why the disparity between the two weeks? I think they had an off week. I think um, Dak was trying to get back in the rhythm, as you've seen, after these quarterbacks miss time, um, i.e., Russell Wilson, takes some time to get back in the rhythm. And, you know, I don't think, I think Dak may have been still dealing with some physical limitations, um, compounded with the Broncos play well. And then you see last week, the Cow- the, yesterday, the Cowboys were hitting on all cylinders. And the Atlanta Falcons are god-awful. Isn't it interesting? You, you mentioned how the starters take like a week or sometimes two weeks to get their rhythm back, right? Whereas the backups, it's almost the opposite, right? We saw Mike White first time he got a start. It was like they wanted to throw a victory parade. Now it's like, oh, yeah, he's not very good. Colt McCoy, you go back last week, Colt, oh, Colt McCoy's awesome. Colt McCoy's awful, right? Isn't it interesting how the, the backups, but week one, the first time they get a shot, they perform. Then the more you see them, the worse they are. Whereas the starters, it feels like it's the opposite. Because a part of that is when a backup does play at quarterback, you don't really know what to expect. So a defensive coordinator may get a little over aggressive and blitz more. He may be a little, he may be a little bit vanilla and think that you can get it done. And you don't, you just don't have as much film on them. And once you do have film, and once you do go back and attack the things, attack the areas that they don't do well, you know the talent and the. The football IQ is always going to prevail. That's not to say that they're bad players, but a guy like Zach, when he's coming back and you're saying, okay, this is what he does strong, but these are his physical limitations, so let's go after these, opposed to a guy like Mike White where you say, we don't have much film on him, so you know we're going to be vanilla and we're just going to be better at what we do and then better at what we do than what they're going to do with him. So I think – that, that kind of takes into it. And you, you look at Simeon. Simeon's having some success, but I think that his success is going to start to dwindle now that the more film that they have on him and the more things that they see are Orlando's... negative. Sorry. No, go uh, ahead. Negative. Go ahead. <laughs> I kind of lost my train of thought. My train of thought. But the more they hone in on his negatives, the more they're going to attack that. And over time and time and time, that's naturally going to happen. Orlando Scandra, join us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, are you? I, 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 we, we, we disemboweled Baker Mayfield. We agree. Uh, where are you on Mac Jones? Man, Mac, Mac's incredible. I think uh, he makes great decisions. I think you can tell that he studies. Um, I think Bill Belichick and their offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels, have done a great job of honing in on the things that he does well, um, giving him a game plan that he can execute week in and week out. I'm sticking to their game plan. I think their defense is back to what it was a few years ago. They're playing great. Um, Schematically, I think that that's one of the greatest 
coaches schemes wise but scheme wise and Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels that I've ever seen they have the ability to adapt and to play to the strengths of their teams and to make their and on defense to make your team play left handed, you know, take away what you do well and you know, that's a well coached football team and it's showing. And then Mac Jones is just you can tell that he came from a program at Alabama where he was forced to read defenses, where he didn't get a lot of predetermined outcomes before the play. Orlando Scandrick joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, can, what was what happened with Deshaun Jackson? Like you're you've played a thousand football games. I think um, Tyron Matthew made a great effort play. Not only he bounced off the ground, you know, we call it that hot stove off the ground, like it's a hot stove, like you're on a hot stove, and you know he he flashed in Deshaun's you know peripherals, and it caused him to kind of freeze a little bit and. They always say the fumbles come from not the guy you see, it's the guy that you don't see. And Fenton did a great job of punching it out. It's yeah, lessons he, to be learned. But did he lose his? Did he hit like lose his like spatial equilibrium, like where he didn't know which way he was supposed to go? Because it felt like if he just runs into the end zone, his, nobody catches him. He lost his spatial equilibrium if you slow the play down, and you have time to say this is what I would have done. You know, I don't think he had a lot of time. I think once he make a once he makes a move, he kind of is getting up to gather himself, and then he sees Fenton, and then he thinks, all right, I'm going to cut left, and then when he cuts left, he honey badger flashes, and now he's, the ball's poked out. Uh, Pat Mahomes throws five touchdown passes. All the guys yeah. are like, we got our swagger back. Are you a buyer that the Chiefs are back? Hell no. Um, they missed a lot. I think the Raiders have been through a lot, man. They've been yep. through a lot. Their passes yep. weren't getting home. They've been through a lot. They got a, You can definitely tell on offense that their play caller is new. Um, they didn't make any first downs on first down. They got into a lot of obvious passing situations, allowed the Chiefs to bring heat. The game was close until that fumble. I don't think that they've gotten their swagger completely back. Um, they're playing very, very, very cautious. You know, they scored some touchdowns at the end, but they're still playing cautious. They're missing a lot of deep balls. They don't look as explosive as they did in the, over the past few years, and they're going to have their hands full this weekend with the Dallas Cowboys. Orlando Skandrick, you guys got to check out this podcast. It's called About the Game. You got a great wide receiver in TJ Hushmanzada. You got a great defensive back in Orlando Skandrick. You can download it on iTunes, wherever you download podcasts about the game. Scan, you're the best. I really appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice day. Is uh, Tua Tungavailoa is back with the Dolphins? Big deal? Little deal? No deal. Find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, we uh, we engage with one Daniel Byer and play a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. John Boyer. Dan Byer, what do you got? Doug, the game today is... Big deal, little deal, no deal. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Tua Tungavailoa is back as the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Um, I'm going to say little deal. You know, they got to let this thing play out. You know, he... Uh, he was better as the backup, better than than his the, you know Brissett. Like I mean, we know who Jacoby Brissett is. Jacoby Brissett's a backup who can be a spot starter. W- w- most people, I think, believe Tua doesn't have the juice on the football, or there's no wow stuff to be a long term starter. But you got to let it play out. So this is a little deal. It's very very expected. All right, big deal, little deal, or no deal that Teddy Bridgewater didn't attempt to tackle Darius Slay on his TD return on a fumble yesterday in Denver. Well, it was a big play. And I would have liked to see him just, you know, throw his body at him. I'll only give Teddy a pass because, I mean, I, I don't know how long you get credit because of that gruesome knee injury in Minnesota, but there should be some credit given. Um, I also, I would love to see the end zone angle. Did you, because the only angle I've seen is from, you know, the, the game camera angle, which is, you know, at midfield. And so it looks like he's right next to him and then makes a business decision. But I do know that angles are everything. And if there was no way for him to get back other than to just run as hard as he could and dive at a guy's knees, 
then I understand it more. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see an end zone angle from either end zone. I did see it from the opposite sideline, and it looked just as bad, if not worse, than from the Broncos' sideline. <laughs> so maybe the end zone one will save him, but uh, we shall see. Doug, big deal, little deal, or no deal, that former Jets head coach Rex Ryan told ESPN New York to not compare Robert Sala to him after Ryan said the Jets right now aren't playing with any heart. Ooh, uh... I mean, like, look, there's a there's a there's a lot to digest there, but I would say that's a big deal, big deal. You call out professional athletes' hearts, and uh, and you call you're calling out a coach too for not being able to motivate his team. I think this is a big deal. I mean, look, Rex is because of how it ended in the butt fumble, and because of how it looked when you know when he went to what Buffalo. Right there's there's. I mean, Rex leaves himself open for criticism, but I do think we lose track of the fact the Jets were a mess and they went to the AFC Championship game twice with 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 some limitations at quarterback. And his point is, I think that his team's always played hard, but I, you know, it's a, it's a big deal because you're calling out not only players but also coaches. Doug switching gears to college football, big deal, little deal, or no deal that Baylor kicked a field goal at the end of their win against Oklahoma on Saturday. Um, I think it's a big deal only in that did they need it, right? Like, did they need it? Could they have run out the clock and just, you know, done the, because right now they were up, what, 24-14. Yes. Okay, so it just made it 13, so it would have been two scores. Well, it was with three seconds left. Remember, like there was the whole yeah, hubble. Game was over. Yeah, where it was just Dave Aranda said after the game that they felt that they needed the extra points because the Big Twelve tiebreaker, in case there is a tiebreaker for the for the championship game, if there's a three team tiebreaker, mm-hmm. the tiebreaker is point differential between those teams. I got no problem with that. Then the problem with it, though, Doug, is that it really doesn't make sense. Because you would need Oklahoma State to lose again, and you would need Oklahoma Oklahoma to lose again as well to get into that playoff. And if Oklahoma were to lose again, that means that their differential, if it was to Oklahoma State and Oklahoma State, you know, lost another game, there were just a lot of scenarios that would have to come into play. So while on the surface, while everybody thought, including myself, and I still stand by it, that it's SEC driven. The, the explanation, I think people said, oh, okay, that makes sense. But if you really look at it, there were too many scenarios to th- to play through where that would have made a difference, is the point. Okay, so so what has to happen? Oklahoma and Oklahoma State both have to lose a game? Yeah, they both have well, one Oklahoma loss in conference. Plays, plays Iowa State this week, and then they play Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State hadn't beaten them since you know Tyreek Hill took back the, sure. the, a, a punt. So very easily could happen. I, I don't, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you I, I in terms of the the it, chance of that happening it very could it could happen where Oklahoma wins and then Oklahoma State loses or vice versa from their bedlam game the problem becomes because Oklahoma would lose again their point differential would already be negative 10 because of their loss to Baylor I know I'm getting into the weeds here but I spent an hour doing this on Saturday another loss by them would make them negative 11 or worse which already would have been worse than Baylor's 10 that they said that they needed to get over with Baylor. Baylor would have been fine winning by 10 against Oklahoma. It's really crazy. It's not good radio, so I'm really sorry for sabotaging. No, it's, it but actually, it's, it's actually interesting. Actually, it's interesting because, okay, but what about the point differential with Oklahoma State and Oklahoma, right? Because Oklahoma, because they would all split with each other, right? Yeah. Oklahoma State beat Baylor and they <laughs> lose to Oklahoma. If Oklahoma blows out Oklahoma State, well, then the point differential is different. Yes. The point differential is just between those two. Correct. But you wouldn't know what the point differential would be. Yeah, but you, so you just so, get as many as you can. Yeah, well, that's... I look, I'll, I'll, I'm just telling you, yeah. I do this every weekend with these basketball tournaments where you play pool play on a Saturday and a bracket play on a Sunday, and it all comes down to point differential. And there's like a... And I don't usually pay attention to it, but I do know that like... And, and you know, we don't press once you're up like 25 points, but I do know that you, you hate when you're up like... 
you know, 20. Sure. And then you, you try and play some kids at the end of the game and all you win by like nine. And you're like, look, fellas, you might not get a chance to play on Sunday because of what you did those last five minutes when you thought the game was over and you got selfish. So I actually see it, and it is there is a strong likelihood of it happening. Yeah, it was, it was him being like, we wanted to get over 10. Like, if, to your point, if they wanted to add more to the differential, fine. But to say that they needed more than 10, that actually doesn't add up. All right, finally, Doug, uh, big deal, little deal or no deal, that Tiger Woods was spotted by TMZ late last night in L.A. walking with a limp. Yeah, that leg injury. Is that a big deal, little deal, or no deal? Didn't have little a deal. crutch or anything. Little deal. But he's walking. That's yeah. a big. Like he's he has a he has a leg and he's walking. That's a big deal. Walking with a limp, little deal. All right, that's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Are we sure it was a limp, not a strut? That's 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 the big question. <laughs> I mean, there's a very there's a very thin line between a yeah, uh, you know. It's a dark video. Checking into a hotel. He and his uh, girlfriend. So, wait, he's got a girlfriend now. Oh yeah, he's had one for years. Yeah, I know that yeah. same one. Okay, yeah. I wanted, well, there was a different report last week that was kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started the Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 